listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Chris Jones just got cleared. So did Chavarius. And Sneed's been practicing. Are we expecting Kelsey to play? Um, I would expect pretty much everyone who is put on the COVID list, minus Butker, to play. That's kind of what I thought the vibe was. Everybody has had mild to no symptoms, and the players who tested positive on Monday are clear as of today. So everybody who tested positive should be coming back tomorrow or Saturday. If it was really, really bad and people weren't, these people that were on the COVID list were probably not going to play, then they probably would have moved the game already. Yeah, that's actually also true. What is the Steelers' COVID situation right now? None, none. Well, not not none, but none from this none from this week. Right, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, if I can. Yeah, it, I I agree, Caleb. Though I think if uh, I think if there was the expectation that oh, most I've, of these guys were out, I've they would they would have delayed it already. Yesterday, Devin Bush got added to their list. Oh really? Yeah, oh, that that's big. That's big. Great player. He's more than likely out at this point. Yeah, it'd be a be a miracle for him to play. He'd have to like test negative that morning. Mm-hmm. Unless he gets the result back like Saturday night. Yeah, but even then, I mean, you're talking about a matter of hours. Because surely, if he tested positive, then I'm sure they threw another test in there, and they have to do one tomorrow. So That's, as of the- I, COVID list, we've got Armani, Lucas Niang, Kyle Long, Nick Bolton, Rashad Fenton, Blake Bell, Tyreek, Harrison's definitely out, uh, Travis. Well, Travis is off now, right? Uh, no, Chris Jones. Chris and, Jones got cleared. Uh, Ward, Ward. Yeah. Well, on the COVIDiest of notes, welcome to the TLCFP. I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savatinaya. You can follow me at underscore Suavage underscore. And you can find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. A lot of COVID going around in the NFL uh, the last couple weeks. Uh, feeling a little more like 2020 than 2021. As of the last 14 days or so, and the Chiefs have been hit pretty hard, but it looks like things are shaping up to be okay, at, mostly, at least, for the Chiefs. Chris Jones uh, and Traverius Ward cleared. Uh, they will be ready to play on Sunday, barring any further developments. Uh, and and the vibe around around the team seems like uh, that might be the case for a lot of the guys that ended up on the COVID list outside of Harrison Bucker, who was out, but that will be pivotal to see who the Chiefs have and they do not have against the Pittsburgh Steelers in the final home game of the 2021 regular season, although the Chiefs uh, look to be very much in line for at least one, if not more, home playoff games as well. Uh, guys, a lot of COVID, of course. Uh, first off, let's start. What do you, do you think this game ends up being played on Sunday? Uh, as of right now, with I mean, with everybody still on the IR, we're starting to see some of the returns from Monday or the uh, – those who tested positive on Mondays are starting to come back at the end of the week. Uh, there have been zero positive tests for the chiefs over the last couple of days. 
barring any huge new news of massive amounts of players from either or both sides, this game's going to be played on on uh, Sunday as scheduled. Yeah, I would agree. There's been no, there's not really been bad news uh, outside of Harrison Bucker. Obviously, he was unvaccinated. Um, there's not really been any bad news throughout the week outside of the the first couple of days where everybody was coming down with COVID. Yeah, yeah, I think I would agree. Um, Caleb, you were saying before the show that uh, if they hadn't moved it already, they're probably not going to move it at all, especially with the number of yep. cases the Chiefs had. And I think that will unless stand there, the test of time. Unless there's just like uh, tomorrow it comes down right. and there's like 10 more people added to COVID or something. That I mean, that obviously would probably move the game. But I, I, I don't see anything unless there's just terrible news that comes out in the next couple of days uh, for that to happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably what it would take at this point. And with that being the case, how are we feeling about this game? Pittsburgh firmly in the AFC wildcard hunt. The Chiefs obviously coming off seven consecutive wins, uh, making or looking to make it eight uh, with the final home game. Do we think the Steelers pose a, a serious threat? Are we super concerned? You know, you got TJ Watt on one side of the ball, but it's Big Ben on the other. Uh, how, how do we feel about the Chiefs' chances here? I'm definitely a little bit concerned. Uh, TJ Watt is obviously the, I mean, he's probably going to win defensive player of the year unless, uh, well, Trayvon Diggs got a pretty big resume there. Michael Parsons as well. mm -hmm. But TJ Watt's definitely up there uh, for that award. And that, that definitely scares me because of how we've lost games uh, in in recent uh, history. That's been, if a pass rush gets to Pat all game, it starts to look a little rough, and um, I think the run game might might uh, be be good for the Chiefs to get going in this one. I don't think we should come out and force it right away, uh, but I do think it should be a point of emphasis for the Chiefs and uh, try and keep the defense on their toes. I don't know, man. I'm not too worried about this game. I think our line was like 10 and a half points right after Sunday's, you know, right after the week's slate of games uh, and with the news coming out of everybody for the Chiefs going on the COVID list, it only dropped down to an eight and a half point favorite. It's it's at home. Uh, I'll be at this game. Uh, not, not really worried about it. We've known since last year that the Steelers are just a bunch of phonies. They're not good. Ben doesn't have an arm. The offense is their offense is decimated right now. You've got Juju that's out. Your offensive line has been pl- pass protecting awfully. Big Ben can't get the, the ball down more than seven yards. It, no wide receivers are showing up, and Najee is done. His He has been a workhorse for this team, and as a rookie, they've just given him too many touches, and the defense is staying on the field far too long for them to be effective when it comes to late game. So as much as, as T.J. Watt has been great for this team against bad teams, that's awesome. you know. And he could, he could set the record for most sacks in a season. He's definitely on par with it. Uh, but again, they haven't played very many – good or upper tier teams. Um, So I'm not too worried about them. I think Caleb's right with a rushing game. I think that's going to play a large portion depending on if we can get Tyreek and or Travis back. Uh, That'll just depend on it. But as we know with Andy, we don't like to run the ball anyways. So we're going to start using our weapons. We're going to start disguising some plays. And if that turns out to be the case, we're going to see the Steelers team drop out of cover two. We're going to be able to get one of our 
you know, whether it's McColl or Byron or D-Rob, they're going to be wide open uh, streaking down the field because you don't have to worry about running cover two way back in the back when Tyreek's not out there. Yeah, I have a very difficult time being scared of a team that tied with Detroit. Uh, so, <laughs> and Pittsburgh, like you're saying, they, they proved it at the end of last year and way, well before, I would argue, at the end of last year, even while they were winning some, some super disgusting games. Uh, and they're doing a, a lot of the same thing here. Uh, they're winning some games, but none of them look particularly good. I, I don't really have a lot of faith at all in Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I agree. Najee Harris was really good. Uh, I think he will continue to be good, but he does seem to be slowing down. Um, and Chase Claypool and, and Juju Smith-Schuster, do we really trust them to be like really, really massive threats against what has been a very good Chiefs secondary since you know about the midway point i I'm, I'm not very scared of pittsburgh here uh and it would be huge obviously if the chiefs if the chiefs win this game and the chargers lose which i would not bet on the chiefs would win the division um and depending on some other tiebreakers they could even both win and, and the chiefs might be able to clinch it depending on what else happens i'm not sure if all the deep down the road um tiebreakers but it would be very close the chiefs would all but seal a afc west title with a win here um how many is that in a row uh if they That'd do win it is that six four Five? AF, no. AFC five. West. Yeah, it's like five. Six. This would be five. your six. six. Yeah. This Damn. is six. We've won five in a row so far. Damn. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Great run. And I did see also uh today that the Chiefs are now one of five teams in NFL histories with or NFL history with at least seven seasons in a row with ten or more wins. So Andy Reid and the boys uh winning at an all-time pace. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to point out why we shouldn't be scared of this Steelers team, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, whether whether we get any players back or not. Last week, they barely beat the Tennessee Titans 19 to 13. And the Pittsburgh Steelers put up an atrocious stat line, one of the worst I've ever seen. One of those in the stat line is 168 total yards of offense. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Against Now, granted, we got decimated by this Tennessee Titans team when they had Julio and AJ and Ryan Tannehill was playing at a somewhat MVP caliber uh, run, and obviously they had uh, Derrick Henry in there. But at 168 yards in a single game, somehow you pull it off because your defense is that good. Uh but then you you don't do – I mean, you put up 375 up against Minnesota, and even going back a few more weeks ago, you put up 320 uh, against a bad Ravens defense. Going up against the current top five defense in the league, um, that, yeah, no shot. No I shot. also want to point out that last week against the Titans, they only had 12 first downs in the game. Yep. And they went two for 11 on third. Two for eleven. That's that's all. And went and went for zero fourth downs. Ran forty five total plays. The anti Staley. Not not great. Atrocious. They had two point one yards per rush. They had like Najee. Najee had one point five. They had like three yards per play. Like that's impossible. It's not going to do it. It's not going to do. It's also, impossible. Also, going back to the overtime game with uh, 
or was it overtime with the Vikings? I can't remember. No, well, I don't think it was overtime. Uh, but the Vikings game also four for 13, third down. They did convert two four, fourth down conversions in that game, but you got to get third downs against the Chiefs. Uh-huh. I mean, look you at what get some it's, it's crucial. It's crucial. Like, if if we're gonna sit here and be worried about, here's the other thing we need to five for talk twelve, about. five for twelve against the Ravens. If you're gonna worry about and say, hey, like Travis is out, Tyreek is out, our offense has already been sputtering with them in. What can we do? Look at last week's game. We're not the Titans. We have a better mentality. We have better coaches. We know how to work the game when it needs to be worked and win close games. Not lose close games. We've been winning close games. And and what the Pittsburgh defense gave up to a team that has had over 100 active players on a roster before 16 weeks. They have surpassed by, in large margin, the record amount of active players on their roster. They allowed 22 first downs, eight first downs on passing, 14 on rushing. They went eight for 18 on third down conversions. They had 318 total yards on 11 drives, over four yards on plays. Uh, you, you know, like, look at that. They were one for four in the red zone. Pat and the Chiefs are better than that. We're better. So if we're getting like, in, the, in, the, in the red zone, like, we're going four for we're, four. We're also we're not going mean, to go for the touchdown every time. We're going to kick field yeah. goals. Andy and, Reid's going to kick some field goals. We're going to get points. You kick those three field goals if you're the Tennessee Titans, whether they're turnovers or not, whatever, you go into overtime at 19-19. Or no, I'm sorry, you win that game by three. Yeah. You win the game by yeah. three. So we needed the win so i'm not going to be i'm not going to be upset about it but at the same time you've got to look at those stats and like even if tyreek and travis cannot play that doesn't scare me at all because this this pittsburgh team is god awful yeah they're not very the defense is is good the defense side of the ball for pittsburgh is good i will also point- up some big numbers to like the vikings and chargers and stuff like that and the bengal's ran them but like they're, also, they're pretty good, but the offense is just not as bad. I will also point out um, the Tennessee Titans might not have had the chance to kick those field goals because they did have four turnovers in this game. Right. They lost three fumbles and threw a pick. Yeah. So defense has definitely been holding this team up. Uh, it's been a crutch uh, for the offense because their offense has been not great. And History tells us the teams that don't have a higher powered offense tend not to stick with the Chiefs for very long. Mostly. I mean, to Mostly. be fair, we haven't been that high powered of an offense ourselves lately, but well, like and, I said, even in close games, even, we've been able to not pull even this high. out. We haven't been high powered this this year, but we've still been efficient. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. We, we've still been one of the most efficient offenses outside of I mean, obviously turnovers suck, but uh if you're if you're talking about uh, drive conversion rates. <laughs> Chiefs are up there with some of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, with the turnovers. Here's the good the tur- news. Turnovers. Here's the other good news about this is even though that we've lost a bunch of players to COVID and, and again, they can come back. We haven't lost a single offensive line. Offensive line has been uh, undoubtedly a top five offensive line for a majority of the year. Outside they, um, of, 
They all need brand new trucks at the end of this week. <laughs> they all <laughs> for yes. not getting COVID. Exactly. But that that's the other point to push in is like we're going against a bad Steelers team. If we keep their defense out on the field long enough, which they will be because Big Ben is awful and can't hang on to the ball, and Najee is done for the year. And they just like you throw in all those factors their defense is going to get worn out by the fourth quarter and we're going to be able to explode it, it, no matter what. Caleb, you said it. Watch out for the run game. It may not be the start of the game, but by the end of the game, whoever's in it running back, whether it be Clyde, Daryl, Gore. Please be Derek Gore. Whoever. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be busting off some runs because their defense is going to be on, fi- on the field for the entire game. Can we're we just, just run that toss sweeps with Derek Gore and just make everybody tired? <laughs> Watch them; they'll put McColl back there. I want oh. I want toss sweeps with I want toss sweeps with Derek Gore and Trey Smith pulling on every run play of the game. <laughs> be beautiful. That would be beautiful. Trey would get really tired, but so would everybody else. <laughs> Everyone else would be tired of getting driven into the ground every yeah. other play. I, I want to see I want to see what happens when TJ and Trey Smith end up one on one somehow. Sixty five TPT all day. Uh, I don't know if uh, Trey Smith has beaten um, TJ one on one, but we'll see. I would I would like to see it though. Well, Sixty fives to the left, so he's just yeah. He's not getting out there. He doesn't have to worry about TJ on that pull. I'd like to see him one on one though. That'd be fun. It would be. All right, let's do some score predictions here. Who you got, Caleb? Chiefs Steelers. Eight and a half is the line. Eight and a half. I am gonna have to, and I, I definitely the this game can go a number of ways just because of how inconsistent Chiefs games have ended up being. But I am going to take the Chiefs to to win by a couple of scores here, and I think the Chiefs are gonna win thirty-one to twenty. That's a 31 to 20. That's a, that's a big one. I like that. Uh, I think we also are going to go over uh, on this. Um, give me the chiefs on a definite win. I'm going to say 35 to 22. I am going to go on the a little bit lower scoring and I'm going to say chiefs win 26 to 12. Uh, I think it's going to stay kind of Grammy. I do think the Steelers are at least going to slow down the chiefs. You know, I, I expect most of the skill position uh, players to play, but even just with the weirdness of COVID, maybe, you know, maybe see a little out of sync play again from the chiefs, but I think they win. I think the chiefs defense uh, mostly locks down the Steelers. So I, I do think the chiefs going to come in and win this by a couple of touchdowns as well and get a cover uh, at home. Um, to run out the uh, the home the home slate. Uh, what's the record at home if they win this game? Uh, the Chiefs, uh, I think we've lost. Uh, nine home games. Uh, I think we've lost two. Yeah, they lost to Buffalo and they lost to the Chargers. I think so, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I think it is. So it'd be a nice 7-2 with, uh, with the win. At home, but uh, real quick, let's talk about the Pro Bowl super fast. Uh, a lot of Pro Bowlers for the Chiefs they ended up with six official, and I think they had what eight on the reserve list, just in case. Yes, uh, a lot of who, who are the six official names? Uh, Pat, Travis, Tyreek are the three I can think of off the top of my head. Tyran had to have been one, right? Tyran was one. 
Uh, Orlando. Orlando did make it. That's right. There were five, six Oklahoma graduate or uh, former Oklahoma graduates that have made it. Um, man. I have to go back through all my tweets now. There's four offense and two defense. I remember that. Would the other one been Sneed? No. Don't it was believe Jones. There was Jones. Was Did we say Jones or no? No, no I, he, he, he okay. was the last one. It was Chris six. Jones. It was Chris Jones then. Okay. Chris Jones made it. It's a good list. A lot of guys on the reserve list as well, so it's very cool for the Chiefs. Hopefully none yep. of them participate even for a single second. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be nice. There were some some bummy snubs. I'm obviously obviously Creed should have made it. Yes. Need should have made it. Yeah, yeah, Need should have made it as well. Creed also got a reserve. Um so they you were, could argue Bolton were was deserving. I think Nick, Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton should have been a reserve. I don't think that he got it. I can't remember if he got a reserve or not. But Tommy Townsend deserves his reserve. I don't know if he's been the best uh, punter in the – or one of the two best punters in the league, but he's been pretty good this season. Reserve was definitely uh, owed to him after the season he's been having. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. All right, we are – our Zoom call is about to kick us off, so let's do some rapid-fire game picks. Uh, let's see if we can get this in in under six and a half minutes. All right, well, we've got the same – we've got Thursday night's game. It is the San Francisco 49ers heading into Tennessee, taking on the 9-5 and five Titans. This would put the 49ers at 9-6. and six. Uh, San Francisco is the three-and-a-half-point favorite. And I think they're going to get it done. Close game, though. I think the Niners win and get really close to securing a playoff spot. I think that the 49ers are going to put the the league on notice a little bit here, and they're going to beat the snot out of the Titans and make people start thinking about that run game. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be a close game. I'll take the 49ers as well to see potentially three teams from the NFC West getting into the playoffs. Be wild. We will jump into our Christmas Day games. We hope you all have a Merry Christmas and enjoy these slate of games that come in last because they should be some good ones. We've got the Cleveland Browns heading into Green Bay, taking on the Packers. Green Bay is a seven-point favorite in this one. Oh, and by the way, Merry Christmas Eve. And Merry Christmas in general, but it's Christmas Eve. Why are you listening to this? So, hey, hope you're having a good day. Um, I'm going to take the Packers by a lot, like three or four touchdowns, not close game Packers, uh, roll Browns are just too injured and, uh, to use a soccer term way too out of form. Yep. Packers, uh, in the same exact nature. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers as well. I think it's going to be a little bit closer. The Browns have a lot of people that came off the COVID list. Uh, most of them did get to come back and they will get to play. So watch out for that. But, uh, uh, I think that line is a little bit too high for this game. Uh, we'll go into our next game. It is the night game of Christmas at 7:15. We've got the Indianapolis Colts headed into Arizona, taken on the Cardinals, who have been atrocious, and the Cardinals are only a one-point favorite. And I'm going to take the Colts uh, in a great game. I think. I think this is going to be close. I think the Cardinals are going to play well, but I think the Colts might just be a better team right now. Uh, give me Indianapolis. I've got the Cardinals to bounce back in this one. I think uh, people are. Talking a little too much crap on the Cardinals. I don't think uh, they're bad by any means, and they're going to bounce back here. Uh, the Cardinals are broken, so go ahead and give me Indy. They're going to run all over them. Uh, it, My point exact. It's not looking good. They're <laughs> broken. The Rams broke the Cardinals. 
We will jump into our Boxing Day games for all you Boxing Day celebrators. Boxing Day, man. This guy really is a soccer fan. (laughs) Enjoy this one. We have got the noon slated games. Detroit Lions heading into Mercedes-Benz Stadium, taking on the Falcons. Falcons are a six-point favorite. Um. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Falcons. I think eventually I'm gonna have to stop believing them, but I think they will win. Falcons are a six point favorite, but they are gonna lose to the Detroit Lions this week. Yeah, man, Detroit is looking really, really solid coming off a big win against the broken Arizona Cardinals. Uh, expect them to get another big win uh, headed into the offseason. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading into Carolina, taking on the Panthers. Tampa Bay is a 10-point favorite. I do think they will bounce back, get the win, uh, and move forward to try to get that by in a tight NFC uh, race. Yeah, Tampa Bay easy for me here. Yeah, big, easy win for the Bucs. Next up in the noon hour, we've got a close competitive game here. It is the Baltimore Ravens with Tyler Huntley still backing them up, heading into Cincinnati, taking on Joey B and the Bengals. Bengals are a three-point favorite. I'm going to have to – oh, just kidding. You go ahead. Hey, hey, thanks for letting me go first like I always do. (laughs) Appreciate that. Uh, Bengals. Yeah, give me Bengals. This is pretty easy. I was just getting a little ahead of myself with the rapid fire there. Just getting so, just getting it up for Joey B. And Jamar <laughs> Chase, just like you always do. Yeah, well, Joey B is about to go off. Give the Bengals big time in this one. Uh, next up in the noon hour, we've got the Los Angeles Chargers heading into Houston, taking on the Texans. And the Chargers are a 10 point favorite in this one. Chargers by about that much. Yep, Chargers by covering. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Don't waste your money, Chargers. Uh, next up in the noon hour, we've got the L.A. Rams heading into Minnesota, taking on the 7-7 seven and seven Vikings. Rams are only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I think the Rams will cover and fairly comfortably. Yep, I agree. Rams covering easy. Dalvin being out this week is a big hit to the Vikings. I think if he could have played, it would have been a little closer. Give me the Rams. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the – Buffalo Bills heading into New England, taking on the Patriots. Patriots are two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, give me the Bills in the slight upset. Give me the Patriots. I think they definitely are beating the Bills this week. Bounce back for the Bills going into the playoffs. I think they'll look a little bit better. Uh, now we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars heading into MetLife Stadium, taking on the Jets. Uh, there's uh, there's just straight-up pick them on this one. No odds. Uh, Jets, but no one cares. Damn. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me the Jags to win one more before the end of the season. I'm going to give it to the Jags as well. I've been picking them for too many weeks. I got to. <laughs> uh, next up in the new hour, last game here, we've got the New York Giants heading into Philly, taking on the Eagles. Philly's a 10-point favorite. Philly's going to make the playoffs somehow, I think. Give me the Eagles. Yep, agree. Philly's making the playoffs, and they're winning this game. That's a bad beat, and that sucks because Philly's awful too. Give me Philly. <laughs> <laughs> in our 305 games, we've got the Chicago Bears heading into Seattle, taking on the Seahawks. Seahawks are six and a half point favorite. Yeah, give me Seattle. Yep, Seattle in this one pretty easy. Wipe the board with the Hawks. Next up in the 325 hour, we've got the Denver, Denver Broncos heading into Vegas, taking on the Raiders. Denver's a one point favorite here. Uh, give me the Raiders to squeak one out. Denver to beat the Raiders this week. I'm going to take Denver as well. I don't care who the quarterback is. The Raiders suck. 
All right, we'll move into the final game of Sunday. Your Sunday night football is Washington football team headed into Dallas, taking on the Cowboys. Dallas is a 10.5-point favorite. Yeah, I think it's going to be closer than that, but I do think Dallas wins. Yep, give me Dallas here. I think they are going to cover. Uh, Give me Dallas as well. I think it's probably going to be another blowout like last time. Uh, going into the last game of the week so far, as long as nothing happens barring right. any postponement, Monday night football game will be the Miami Dolphins, who are on a hot winning streak headed into New Orleans, who just upset the Tampa Bay Bucks. Both teams 7-7. Seven and seven. Miami is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. New Orleans is also having some COVID problems, and I think uh, a lot of that was happening just in the last couple of days. So that makes things a little more iffy for Sunday or Monday, uh, excuse me. But give me the Dolphins to yep. win this. With that being the case, I am also going to take the Dolphins. Uh, as impressive it is as it is to shut out Tom Brady, I still think it's a little bit of a fluke, and I don't think that happens again. And you need their a healthy defense, roster to do that. Yeah, their defense isn't that good. I don't think. No, I don't think that team is that good. I don't know. You could have a young Drew Brees on this team, and I still don't think they're gonna they're gonna do a whole lot. Uh, so give me give me the Dolphins to win this one and work themselves into a potential playoff spot. And I forgot that that was the last game. Uh, and that is the last <laughs> game of Pick'em. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's going to be a fun fun ride at the end, and there's going to be playoff football at the end of it for your Chiefs, almost certainly. Um, have they officially locked it up? I don't think so, just because it's such a log jam below them. But I don't the Chiefs think have that not they have. yet locked it up. I think because they need to. If they, if they do win, I think they do have it. There's a ton of eight win and seven win teams so we could lose the remaining three games and be right in the middle of that whole log jam so it's true if we can win if we win against the Steelers we get the Titans to lose tonight and then uh, we also get the uh, Ravens uh, the Patriots if we get the Patriots Mm -hmm. to lose um, against the Bills then we will have locked up the number one spot pretty dope Pretty dope. If it were to be, I yeah, think, I think we, what happened. I th- and I think with a win, we lock up playoff spots. I It would be really, really close, if not. I think it's win and losses, yeah. and we lock it up. Because they're only yeah. one game behind. For the one seed. We're talking in just playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. playoffs. Oh, playoffs. Yeah. We, general, if we win, a we're, win, we're in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think that's going to happen. Um, so, once again, I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Durland. You can find me on Twitter at cdurland53. I'm Tyler Savatinaya. You can follow me at underscore suavage underscore. And you can find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. Chiefs, they're going for eight straight consecutive victories, trying to make it 11 on the season. It's been a wild ride, and we're going to be here for all of it. As always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.